0: what's up guys welcome to our first episode of romantic podcast it's your boy anthony i got nana with me uh we will be talking about domestic violence and different things about what domestic violence is so let's get it on and pop in um we're gonna talk about do abusers show any warning signs in the beginning of a relationship and how does it go about like um I've been a victim of domestic violence in the sense of mental and verbal um domestic violence and you have been
1: all three. All three. So, mental, verbal and physical.
0: So we're going to dive right in. Let's go. Um for you um was there any Warning signs. Was there any signs in the beginning of your relationship that showed that he was this type of person, or like what? How did um, it go about?
1: In the beginning, there was and there wasn't because a warning sign is like a guy being jealous. You know, sometimes girls, when a guy is jealous or if you know he's on you or lies like, oh, he really likes me. He's on me. He's being jealous with me, but that's a sign. It's not normal to be, like, overly jealous. You know? If you're just walking by and a guy's staring at you and the person is flipping out at you, then that's a sign. Jealousy, um, the way they talk to you. At the beginning of a relationship, every guy's sweet. You know? (laughs) You have to watch how they speak to you, the tones they use with you. And it's really hard to know what signs to look at that was basically my problem. It was hard for me to like really see a sign. The only really sign that I seen was the jealousy. He was a really, really jealous person
0: there was like no red flag it was just the jealousy was the main red flag that you was saw. the
1: main red flag yes um because at the beginning towards me, he was perfect. he was everything I wanted
0: I think my I, I was too, again, like, I was too involved to even try to see any red signs, cause I, uh, red flags, because I didn't think that there would be any, but it's all started when I didn't have a job, and they would sit there and be like, you won't be anything without me, you won't have anything without me, you ain't shit, you're a piece of shit, you, you little, you, you, you know, what do you do? you just coach baseball and that's it? That, that's all you got going for your life? I'm here and I'm going to take you here, this, there, and there.
1: Basically belittling. Yeah. Of.
0: So when that started to escalate and it turned into arguments, it turned into threats, um, it took me a while to, to get out of that. Um, we, the way I got out of it was when I had to record her threatening to kill me and trying to get away with it in a sense where she said that if she stabbed me to death, uh, she would tell the cops that I attacked her and I hit her first and she was defending herself and that her family will take her side. And from there it was just like, I feared my life because I was like, damn, if I leave her, she's going to kill me. You know, I have a daughter, you know, I have, um, a life, and I, I don't want to end it because I don't want it to be ended because it's of something so stupid. Uh, it took me about a good few months to just find a way to get out of it, and it was hard. For a guy, it's hard, and imagine for a female. And you, it took you how may, how long to to get out of that?
1: Ten years. I was with this person for ten years. um my situation was, you know, a lot different because we had a kid together. So one of the main reasons I dealt with what I dealt with was he was, you know, for my kid. Because even though he was abusive towards me, he wasn't abusive towards my kid. He loved his son with all his heart. And I used to see the way they interacted and the way he interacted and how much he loved my son will make me Four more for him. But I just didn't understand why it it would just switch. Like, he'll be fine and he'll be playing with, you know, with our kids. And everything will be fine. And then we'll go in the room and it's like he was a a whole other person.
0: Yeah, two personalities. Yeah,
1: basically. Like, two split personalities. And I basically learned how to play the part, you know? In front of people, you always show a smile. There's nothing really wrong with you. Happy. I'm a very happy person. I'm a very talkative person. I'm a very outgoing person, you know? So, I try my best to, like, keep my spirit up and keep, right. you right. know, especially in front of my kids. You got to you know?
0: show them that you're strong and, yeah. and all of that,
1: yeah? Yes. But it, it it took a lot. It took a lot, and... It took me always like argument or always putting things oh like it's not that serious. It's all right. Oh it's okay. Oh if he will get mad, it's okay, I'll fix it. You know, okay. You know, I I I commend
0: you for, you know, getting out of it. Yes it took a while, but you you got out of it with your head high. Um what was it like uh your first time being abused, what was, what do you think caused it? What was it like? What went
1: through your mind? Um, it, basically, in that, that whole thing was a little hard because growing up, I seen my mom always fighting, you know, physical fighting with her boyfriends. So it was kind of like, it was surprising to me. But I didn't try to get out of it because it was, like, normal. But the first time, it was, like, I would say two, two months, two, three months in the relationship, and I was pregnant. I felt like once I got pregnant, everything changed. I felt like he felt like I got her. Now, you have having my baby. You belong to me. Everything became, this is my family. Everything was his. Like, I wasn't a, a, a person anymore, basically. I was basically his property now. Right, I was carrying was, his seed.
0: He was your owner. He felt
1: Yeah, he uh, felt entitled. entitled to me because I was having his first kid. And in all reality, that's when everything changed, when I came out pregnant.
0: For me, um, so I talked about the, the the verbal and the mental abuse that my ex put me through, but my first time being uh, physically abused, and yes, men are victims of domestic violence, um, was with my daughter's mother. My daughter's mom put her hands on me for the first time over... I believe it was an argument. It's been over 10 years that this happened. Um, and she, I had tried to walk away from an argument and she wrapped my hoodie around my face, just grabbed it and started holding punches towards my face, scratching my face, like making sure that she got her hits in and all I did was just push her away. And that kind of traumatized me in the sense of like, i am not going to be in a relationship with someone like this um they you know later apologize for it and we we try to i try to walk on eggshells around her and make sure that if we did have an argument i was nowhere near around her to for her to physically put her hands on me um a little bit more about you know domestic violence uh, i I'm not sitting here saying I was an angel. Uh, I was never an angel. Um, I have put my hands on a female before and it was more of a slap. I did slap one of my exes one time. Um, again, it was like, it's little things that trigger people because they're, they're so insecure about little things or they just angry and they don't have no one to, um, they don't have anything to take it out. So they take it out on the first thing that they see. So I put my hands on her. And after that, I apologize. And I vowed to
1: never, do never
0: it. do it again. I feel like men or females that hit their partner are such, excuse my language, such pussies. Um, Cause you, why are you hitting someone that's defenseless? And, when I did that i i couldn't I couldn't you know look at myself for a while and like i i I did something that I always stood against like I never wanna see someone get physically abused I don't never wanna physically abuse anyone um so that was a real big eye opener, and luckily, like me and this person were still friends. Um, we talked to each other. She forgave me for that incident, but it was really, like, it was a pussy move.
1: On your behalf. Um,
0: On my behalf. I'm telling you, it was just really petty. The situation was really petty.
1: Okay. With everything that we're talking about, do you think that people that witness domestic violence growing up, like, either... Get in a relationship, domestic violence, or they end up being the the abuser because of what they witnessed as a child. Um,
0: it's like a yes and no because there are a lot of people that have gone like witnessed it growing up, like they seen their father abuse their mom, and that's all they saw was, yo, like if a woman is not doing what they're supposed to do, the man is supposed to put them in their place and some growing up back in the days you know uh men used to hit their women to show who was the who was the man of the house and if you didn't obey the man of the house you got your ass beat and yeah that
1: was pe- like a norm back in the back day. In
0: the, it was a norm so people who grew up like that had that mindset s- drilled in their head like yo if you're not gonna do what i, I this is what i grew up doing uh, i seen i'm gonna do it myself because if my father got away with it
1: I could get away with it. I could get it. away
0: with it as well. But we're in a day and age now where people have their mind of their own. And if they feel like they need to, they want to go down that route, that's on dumb. But honestly speaking, I, not that my dad was abusive to my mom or anything like that. It was more of the abusive actions he would do if he couldn't. Find something, or he the house was a mess. The dishes weren't done. He will flip the house around, like he will get upset and break plates and throw the sofa, the TV, break this. Go into my room if the room was a mess and flip that around, and that that scarred me for life. And it's just like yo, like I didn't even do anything wrong. Like why I'm coming home and there's clothes on the floor. My mom is crying putting clothes away. She's like, can you help me clean up the house? Your father made a mess and he did this and that. And um, I don't do that now. You know, I've I seen that that's not manly. You know, a man should just take care of his family lovingly, um, caringly. Like, he needs to, you know, be that man. And yeah, he has some authority, but not to that point where he needs to belittle his family
1: I think in my case being in the relationship I was in my childhood played a lot into that I grew up you know seeing later on my mom being in an abusive relationship and I guess when it happened to me I just basically felt like you know my mom is still here and she she you know and she always told me, you fight back. So it got to the point that I was still in the relationship. I was just fighting back. But I don't recommend that, you know. I'm lucky to still be here. To still be here. There's women that do fight back and end up dead. Or end up for, seriously, really Yeah, hurt. for challenging their abusers, you know. Um, wow. But I think that was the reason my childhood and what I seen But because of that, I know now that's not what I want in a relationship. I know that I don't want my kids to ever experience that. I don't want my daughter to ever be with a a person like that. I don't want my son to ever be with a a person like that either. That's why now I talk to my kids and I tell them, you know, just walk away. It don't matter how mad a person gets you, you should never, like, physically put your hands. and, And with words, too, like, we say things sometimes and we don't really take thought to what we say could really hurt somebody deep deep down
0: because at the moment you don't even know what they're going through or what's on their mind so a little words hurt you know and it could switch someone's mind to really negative from what they're thinking about and that's why domestic violence isn't only physical it's I feel like it's all three like you explained it's Mental, it's physical, and it's verbal abuse because you can verbally abuse someone. Doesn't mean you 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 haven't hit them, you didn't put your hands on them, but you're crushing them, you're, you're belittling them, you're making them feel like they are less, they're of, less of a person. Are and no one should ever have to experience that. Um. I have a question for you. Why? Uh, why did you stay? Or or like, why did you stay so long? 10 years to me 10 years is very long but why did you stay so long with your abuser
1: um 10 years but remember in these 10 years when i started with him i was 19 i was 19 years old i was still a kid you know i was still learning um i'm 30 now I know a lot, lot more now. And like I said, it was so normal. Like, like got my ass beat once in the street. And you think anybody like, try to help me or anything? So, after experiencing that, and seeing that people will not help you, I kind of felt like there was no way out, basically. And then that too. Before The physical abuse is mental abuse and verbal abuse. He already mentally had me drained that I believed there was no way out. Nobody could help me. And if I did try to leave, you know, we already had a kid together. So I would have to go to court because he was going to fight for his son. He was not going to just let me leave and have his son too. I didn't want to have to go through courts. I didn't want to have to Put my business out there. It was also being ashamed. You know? Yeah. Um, everybody, like most of the girls in my family, they all married and a happy relationship. So I was trying to make it work. I was really trying to make it work. I was really trying to help him. Um, I was trying to have my son have his dad in his life. I didn't want my son not to have his dad in his life. I didn't want that. So I basically just held everything in, and I just the it, and I just
0: you contained it for so long. Yeah,
1: basically, and I did, you know, I did things, and I, I, I drowned in myself with work. I would pick up extra shifts and and stay longer and do doubles. Even though I knew, like you know, eventually I had to go home. All right, yeah. I um, but, in that. My son actually helped me a lot in the whole leaving. Like, my kids are growing with me. So, it wasn't like back in the days, like, we would argue. kids don't really know what's going on. Now, your kids understand if you're arguing and somebody's calling you a bitch, or, excuse my language, or <laughs> cursing at you and stuff. And, you know, I had a lot of times that I was alone with my kids and they started asking questions. They're so very smart. They, they, right there, that was basically when it was like, okay, Christina, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not happy. Your kids are starting to, to, to see like, you know, mommy, you be faking, like you act like you happy, but how can you be happy when he's saying this to you and he's saying that to you and he's doing this to you and you tell us like, nobody should tell you that. Nobody should talk to you like that. That's something that my daughter used to tell me, like, oh, you always tell me, you know, don't let nobody talk, and and you allowing them to talk to you. So, it was basically, like, my kids helped me, too.
0: They made you realize what you were saying. You got to put it into your own actions and do it yourself. and do it myself. Um, for me, like I said, it didn't take me, it took me a while. It took me a few months to get out of that relationship, um... The reason why I... Like I said, I stood because I feared my life. I feared that if I was to leave, that person was going to find me, and hit me with their car. Um, That person drove to different states because they drove. And I felt like, I think one of these days, if I try to leave, she's going to either cut me up and throw me throughout the interstate going to Florida because... No one would ever find me, and she would try to, like, uh, make it seem like it was me. Um, So my fear was dying. That's why I stood for a couple extra months, and I lost myself within those months. I think people that stay in uh, abusive relationships sooner or later will lose themselves. That's why they stay, because they're so accustomed to it. it that they, they're like whatever at this point. What 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 can I do? But there is a way out. There are resources for people to to reach out to that are going through domestic violence, um, and a lot of people are just really scared to openly talk about it. A lot of people are just like, I, 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 a lot I,
1: of people I, do feel trapped,
0: right. That was, um, so why did you feel trapped? Like,
1: like you said, threats. He told me a lot of things. That he was going to kill me, he was going to shoot off my house, um, he was going to hurt my brothers, hurt my mom. But in, in all reality, the threats never really bothered me because I have a strong family and I know what my family was capable of. But I just felt more trapped because I distanced myself in that relationship. And I felt like a lot of friendships I had, I, I have not reached out to them. So it's like, wow, to come hit, call somebody now, like, oh, I need help. That was like something big for me. I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to swallow that pill.
0: So you said that... Um... You know, why you didn't leave at first sight was one of the reasons because it was you was already um pregnant, right? Yeah that that's the reason why you didn't leave and you just my kid. You know.
1: I wanted him to have his dad, I wanted him to experience having his dad, having me and his dad live together growing up. A
0: healthy relationship. A healthy,
1: yeah, relationship. You um, know, family.
0: I I I didn't leave because my daughter knew her daughter and her son. Uh, her her son and my daughter played in the team that I coached. So it's just so like it's
1: kind of the same. The kids. Yeah, it was kids it was the is kids. a real big.
0: It, kids play a major part in why a lot of people stay with their abusers. Yes. Now me and her never physically had kids together, but our kids were joint at the hip. Like, her daughter loved my daughter, my daughter loved her son, like, they all, we all would do family things, and it was, just, like, really hard to sit there and be like, damn, if I leave, this is not only gonna crush, you know, my daughter is gonna crush her kids, and it's like, yeah. they don't really know what's going on, because they're not, at that age, my daughter was what, seven, eight, her son was around seven, the oldest was 11, 12. So, they just starting to like realize uh, certain things, but they never gonna put it together. And it was just like, I wanted it to work. I thought she could probably change. I was like, maybe, you know what? If we talked about it, communicated more, maybe. But when the threats started getting even heavier and objects were involved, that's where I'm a little pussy. I'm a punk out. I swear. It's just like, i can't do it no i i stood for as long as i can um but yeah do you think abusers can change
1: um yes and no um that question is always really like hard for me because in my case The abuse, like, the physical abuse died down throughout the years. But it was cause of, like, drugs and stuff. But just because the physical abuse stopped, he was still verbally abusive, always cursing me out. And it became, like, basically, I was always the cause of him not feeling good because he didn't get his high or he didn't have his drug. So I became the problem all the time. But um, I really noticed a little change in him when I completely left and I started a new relationship. And I think that was just like an eye-opener for him. Like, wow. Like, she's really she gone. She's really... Happy with but still to this day I I wouldn't be able to answer that question. I wouldn't really know because we're not together. So it it could just be him being nice because, you know, we have a kid and we have to co parent now. So I wouldn't know. I mean, I would love to hear if there is anybody that was in a domestic violence relationship that they partnered changed and they're happily together now.
0: Well, like what What changed, like what made that person change? Or, yeah, like like, what exactly caused him to change?
1: Was it like because, um, back in the days, Maury used to like have these things that he would put these girls in like coffins, and maybe that opened the person's mind, right?
0: Back in the day, they did have that he would put them as they were dead and make the person realize, yeah, to see
1: their reaction. This
0: is how this is the last time you're gonna see this person like this. Is this how you want to do? What's the last thing you did to them? Was it like loving? Um I have a question for the audience if if anyone wants to ever answer this when they have a chance. Uh or they know someone that was abusive but didn't grow up in an abusive household. What caused them to be abusive in their relationship now? You get what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like it like Like we, their we parents
1: about, is like the best
0: parents. Yeah, what caused them to be an abuser. Like, you grew up in a good house, like, you know...
1: Your mom taught you right from wrong. Your
0: parents never, unless, you know, they did, but they hid it perfectly that you didn't know that they were being abused. What caused them to be an abuser? Um, I can answer for me, um, like I said earlier, um, my dad was never physically abusive to my mom, but the throwing the stuff around and being this type of person. Um, I, I What caused me to be or to get upset and physically put my hands on that one individual was because I was depressed. And I was suffering from depression for years, but no one knew. But it was one trigger that they had said or did or whatever. I can't really remember or put my finger on what was the situation but that triggered me to physically put my hands on that person and again after I did that I, I couldn't even see myself in the mirror for a while because it's just like bro I've, I didn't grow up in that type of household I never physically witnessed anyone being abused in so or was outside into- of that relationship of my family whatever so it was just
1: like he was in shock, like yeah. you couldn't believe what you did. It's not manly. I was not a man at that time, at that moment. That's a great question, though. I would love, like, the audience, if they do know anybody, I would love to hear that, because it, it, it you know, do you think like mental illnesses has a lot to do with that too? A lot of people suffer from things and they don't even know that they have that little voice from that- it.
0: That talks to them and tells them to do something there's people like that there.
1: yeah and remember in this day and age people don't want to talk to therapists people don't want to look weak people don't want to look like oh you're crying for attention and you know
0: not me i learned the hard way i i experienced a therapist i spoke to therapists about numerous different things but um right a lot of people don't even want to like, why do I need to talk to someone about something? I, I could just probably handle it myself. Um, no, talk to someone, you know, get it out of your chest. I feel like the more you talk about it, the less is in your head. Because the more it stays in your head, the more you have to think about it. Um, what, what do you think happens to children in homes that, um, where their parent is being abused by the other person? Like, what do you think that goes through their mind?
1: What do you think that... Scaredness. They're scared. They don't understand. Um, They don't want to blame either parent. Confused. Um, Like, my kids never physically seen any of the abuse I went through the most I could say they've ever seen was like arguments, us cursing each other out or me flinging something at him or him flinging something at me. Okay. And just with that alone, you know, my daughter, my daughter's a firecracker. You understand? So just with the arguing and stuff, her reaction is to get up and and like, what's about to happen? Like, what's going on? You, (laughs) You know, so... So I she, guess each it depends on the kid honestly like my son is more like back like he'll just be there like oh why are you arguing for like stop arguing da, 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 da. like
0: just just talk it out talk just it out argue, yeah like
1: my daughter is more like on hands like stay away from each other like why are you next to each other so it depends but domestic violence on a child is not easy that really Messes with their heads. Remember, they're children, so they don't understand, and they basically learning from what they see in us do.
0: What are some signs you think, uh, you can look out for to let someone know that, or see if someone is in a domestic violence relationship? You know, people do give certain little signs that they kind of need help, and but they're scared to verbally say it. Like, what do you think some signs are,
1: or? That's a perfect question right now. Right now, um, I have a friend that, you know, when people say that since you're in the relationship, you don't see what's going on, but the outsider can see it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because I was in an abusive relationship, but I have a friend that she's in a new relationship and her whole aura changed. This is a person that I've known all my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So now, when I get around her, it's like she's more shaky, nervous, always looking around, and I know all those signs. These is things that I used to do. Um, she watches what she says now, like she doesn't want to say the wrong thing. I don't know if like she's in fear okay. of what she's gonna say and mm-hmm. how he's gonna react. Um, and also like people's day to day life this is a person that we was always talking I was always in her house everything changed you understand? What,
0: what advice would you give to someone that's going through something like that
1: get out get out um, and don't wait I mean I know I waited 10 years but I feel like I wish that I would have got out sooner I wish I would have got out sooner. I feel like I, I stopped. I put a real, like, hole on my life. I stopped a lot of things I wanted to do. And I was like, I feel like I'm playing catch up. Okay. I feel like I was in the dark for so long in that relationship. And now I'm set free and I'm just trying to live my life, you know? Right. So I, I would just tell the person, like, love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Because I feel like... I was looking for love so much that I tolerated everything that this person was doing to me because he showed me that he loved me but then he would hit me.
0: Right. It's just, just like it was it it was,
1: it was just so confusing and it just got to the point that I didn't even want to be loved. And I it got to the point that I didn't love myself at one point. I just loved my kids and that was it.
0: I think my advice to someone is just like male or female like really look at yourself in the mirror and and think is this something that you want to continue to live day to day is this something that is this someone you you see a life with and for if for the if, long run and for the long run and it's not oh yeah I think I I I'm really in love with them and I feel like they're going to change it's not about feeling like they're going to change it's are they going to change are they actions are there, actions backing up their words of saying, no, I'm not going to do this no more. And if it's not, then you you have to, you know, find a safe house or somewhere where you know that you can go. And if that person pops up there, that you have people that will back you up and and help you get away. You know, it's really hard with this day and age and the technology that we have now that people could track someone down by, whatever it is, but there are outlets out there. There are resources for people that need to get out of abusive relationships. And again, we're not only talking about physical, we're talking about verbal and mental. Um, because of your past trauma, uh, does it affect your current relationship now that you're in?
1: Yes, it does. Um, it does because now I know what I want in a relationship. So I expect a little bit more. But because of the trauma I went through, not even me, my body has a whole other control. I get panic attacks now. Um, If somebody's talking loud, I'm not going to say yelling because there's people that just talk loud. I get very like... Not shaky, but I'm on the alert. Mm-hmm. You're you're aware.
0: I'm you're, aware
1: you're and I'm on attentive. the alert. Now I'm trying to learn how to like how to what's the word? How to like stay calm. Now, like when I'm in an argument or something, I used to always like attack. I I I was always trying to defend myself and protect myself from being abused. That I would always attack. Right. Now, it's like when we're in a verbal, uh, you know, like we're arguing a sign. I need to learn, like, just walk away. Because there's sometimes that I, I'll catch myself, like, I'll mush his head or something. And then I'll be like, damn, why the fuck you did that? Like, <laughs> yeah, like keep the, your yeah, hands yeah. to yourself. It's
0: so, 10 years is implanted in your head of someone.
1: Yeah. So, it's I'm learning right now, mm-hmm. you know. I'm learning how to express my emotions and how to talk and learn how to listen to somebody when they talk because i kind of do that too like i like block everything out like i don't hear it but it's it is once you experience this trauma it's hard you know it's gonna take time it's something that i'm learning to deal with now like i can't be in a crowd of like a, a, a crowd in a crowded room i can't i start panicking my chest feels real tight i feel like i can't breathe Um, I don't like when people talk real loud next to me. I feel like I need to be on the lookout. I don't know if you're trying to swing on me or something. And just like my whole demeanor. I used to be, a lot of people told me like, oh, you know, nena, you changed. They remember nena that was always in the club, always dancing, always partying, always happy. And I was like, oh, you're more serious. You're more quiet. You're more like... I'm still happy I'm still the same person but it's just like I learned so much you know I learned so much in this relationship and I learned so much about myself and about people like it's it it takes a lot for me to allow somebody into my circle now you know Mm -hmm. I learned to value myself and I take I don't want no negativity around me I don't want none of that because I do believe all of that rubs off in you You know, and it's, it's, it sucks because I have friends that are going through this now and it's like, I want to help them, but it's like, I don't want to get like, you know, sucked in Mm -hmm. to that world again. I'm fighting and I'm doing so much better to try to get away from all of that. And I'm in a more happy place. That's why this was a lot for me to come do, speak on it.
0: And I, again, I appreciate you coming over and talking about... Uh, this is a topic that was very touchy from the beginning. Um, we, we spoke about this before even agreeing to doing this. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I appreciate you for coming. I appreciate everyone who gave us their input. Uh, not their input, but their experiences with me. Expre- uh, Express that. And shared their life with me. And I, that, that took a lot for a lot of people. And for the listeners that are going to listen to this and have been in domestic violence relationships and found a way out, I commend you for being strong and getting out of that relationship because who knows where you would have been if you would have stood there. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm so grateful to that today. Like, you know, I've seen on the news a guy kill this his girlfriend or the guy that had his girlfriend walk outside naked and it's just like you know this is something that's going on a lot and people just don't talk about it they find it to still be so in the norm and i'm just speaking on this to let people know that you know you don't have to live like that you don't have to live your life in fear you don't have to live your life always wondering like there is I feel there is really true love out there, and before you could experience that, you have to love yourself
0: you have to find yourself the, yeah. the love within your soul within your
1: soul yeah
0: to in order to experience true love you know they say you need to love yourself before you give love to someone else um and listen i'm i'm I've done a lot of soul searching and um does my trauma from before, you know, haunt me now, of course. Um, there's a lot of things that I, um, that that one person says that there are trigger words that I try not to bring into a current relationship because you know what, that person has nothing to do with my past. They're in my present trying to plan for a future, but there are things that that person has that they drilled into my head, like belittling me and doing this. So, when someone tries to give me words and advice of advice and it's just like hey like you know you need to do this this way i just sit back and i'm like all right you know what they're not coming from a bad place <laughs> like don't try to spaz out don't even try to like hold back like just take what people tell you and just you know relax cuz that person would tell me i ain't shit i would never be shit i'm never going to go anywhere in life because it what i wasn't with them but again guys like there is a way out there are resources out there there are outlets um i want to thank christine for coming and being a part of this and sharing her life with me and with you guys i hope you guys enjoyed uh stay safe be happy god bless what's up guys welcome to our first episode of romantic podcast it's your boy anthony i got Nana with me, uh, we will be talking about domestic violence and different things about what domestic violence is. So let's get it on and pop in. Um, we're going to talk about, do abusers show any warning signs in the beginning of a relationship and how does it go about? Like, um, I've been a victim of domestic violence in the sense of mental and verbal. Um domestic violence and you have been
1: all three. All three. Mental, so, verbal, and physical.
0: So we're gonna dive right in. Let's go. Um, for you. Um, was there any warning signs? Was there any signs in the beginning of your relationship that showed that he was this type of person or like what how did um, it go about?
1: In the beginning, There was and there wasn't. Because a warning sign is like a guy being jealous. You know, sometimes girls, when a guy is jealous or if, you know, he's on you a lot, it's like, oh, he really likes me. He's on me. He's being jealous with me. But that's a sign. It's not normal to be, like, overly jealous. You know, if you're just walking by and a guy's staring at you and the person is flipping out at you, then that's a sign. Jealousy, um, the way they talk to you. At the beginning of a relationship, every guy's sweet. You know, <laughs> you have to watch how they speak to you, the tones they use with you, and it's really hard to know what signs to look at. That was basically my problem. It was hard for me to like really see a sign. The only really sign that I seen was the jealousy. He was a really really jealous person.
0: There was like no red flag. It was just the jealousy was the main red flag that you was saw. Was the
1: main red flag yes. Um. Because at the beginning towards me he was perfect. He was everything I wanted.
0: I, I think my I, I, I was too again like I was too involved to even try to see any red signs because I didn't, uh, red flags because I didn't think that there will be any but it's all started when i didn't have a job and they will sit there and be like you won't be anything without me you won't have anything without me you ain't shit you're a piece of shit you you little you 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 know what do you do you just coach baseball and that's it That, that's all you got going for your life i'm here and i'm gonna take you here this there and there
1: basically belittling yeah of.
0: so when that started to escalate and it turned into arguments. It turned into threats. Um, it took me a while to to get out of that. Um, we, The way I got out of it was when I had to record her threatening to kill me and trying to get away with it in a sense where she said that if she stabbed me to death, uh, she would tell the cops that I attacked her and I hit her first and she was defending herself and that her family will take her side. And from there, it was just like, I feared my life because I was like, damn, if I leave her, I'm, she's going to kill me. You know, I have a daughter, you know, I have um, a life and I, I don't want to end it because I don't want it to be ended because it's something so stupid. Uh, it took me about a good few months to just find a way to get out of it and it was hard for a guy it's hard and imagine for a female and you it took you how many how long to to get out of that
1: ten years I was with this person for ten years um my situation was you know a lot different because we had a kid together so one of the main reasons. I dealt with what I dealt with was he was you know for my kid because even though he was abusive towards me he wasn't abusive towards my kid he loved his son with all his heart and I used to see the way they interacted and the way he interacted and how much he loved my son will make me fall more for him but I just didn't understand why it would, it would just switch like He'll be fine and he'll be playing with, you know, with our kids and everything will be fine. And then we'll go in the room and it's like he was a whole, a whole other person.
0: Yeah, two personalities. Yeah,
1: basically. Like two split personalities. And I basically learned how to play the part, you know, in front of people. You always show a smile. There's nothing really wrong with You. Happy. I'm a very happy person. I'm a very talkative person. I'm a very outgoing person. You know? So I try my best to like keep my spirit up and keep right. You yeah. know, especially in front of my kids. You gotta you know? show them
0: that you're strong. And,
1: yeah. And all of that, yeah. Yes. But it, it it took a lot. It took a lot and it took me always like Argument or always putting things. Oh, like it's not that serious. It's alright. Oh, it's okay. Oh, if he will get mad, it's okay. I'll fix it. You know. Okay.
0: You know. I, I I commend you for you know getting out of it. Yes, it took a while, but you you got out of it with your head high. Um. What was it like? Uh. Your first time being abused. What was. <laughs> What do you think caused it? What was it like? What
1: went through your mind? Um, it basically, in that, that whole thing was a little hard because growing up, I seen my mom always fighting, you know, physical fighting with her boyfriends. So it was kind of like, it was surprising to me, but... I didn't try to get out of it because it was, like, normal. But the first time, it was, like, I would say two, two months, two, three months in the relationship, and I was pregnant. I felt like once I got pregnant, everything changed. I felt like he felt like I got her. Now, you having my baby, you belong to me. Everything became, this is my family. Everything was his. Like, I wasn't a, a, a person anymore, basically. I was basically his property now. I was he carrying was, his seed.
0: He was your owner. He felt
1: Yeah, he uh, felt entitled. entitled to me because I was having his first kid. And in all reality, that's when everything changed, when I came out pregnant.
0: That, for me... um so I talked about the, the the verbal and the mental abuse that my ex put me through, but my first time being uh, physically abused, and yes, men are victims of domestic violence, um, was with my daughter's mother. My daughter's mom put her hands on me for the first time over, I believe it was an argument, it's been over 10 years that this happened. Um And she, I had tried to walk away from an argument and she wrapped my hoodie around my face, just grabbed it and started holding punches towards my face, scratching my face, like making sure that she got her hits in. And all I did was just push her away. And that kind of traumatized me in the sense of like, I'm not going to be in a relationship with someone like this. Um, they You know later apologize for it and we we try to i try to walk on eggshells around her and make sure that if we did have an argument i was nowhere near around her to for her to physically put her hands on me um a little bit more about you know domestic violence Uh, i i'm not sitting here saying i was an angel Uh, i was never an angel um I have put my hands on a female before, and it was more of a slap. I did slap one of my exes one time. Um, again, it would, like, it's little things that trigger people because they they're so insecure about little things, or they just angry and they don't have no one to um. They don't have anything to take it out, so they take it out on the first thing that they see. So I put my hands on her, and after that, I apologized, and I vowed to never do it it again. I feel like men or females that hit their partner are such, excuse my language, such pussies. Um, Because why are you hitting someone that's defenseless? And... When I did that, I I couldn't, I couldn't you know, look at myself for a while. And like I I, I did something that I always stood against. Like I never wanna see someone get physically abused. I don't never want to physically abuse anyone. Um, so that was a real big eye opener, and luckily, like me and this person were still friends. Um, we talked to each other. She forgave me for that incident, but it was really, like, it was a pussy move.
1: On your behalf. Um, On
0: my behalf. I'm telling you, it was just really petty. The situation was really petty.
1: Okay. With everything that we're talking about, do you think that people that witness domestic violence growing up, like, either get in a relationship, domestic violence, or they end up being the the abuser because of what they witness as a child. Um
0: it's like a yes and no cuz there are a lot of people that've gone like witnessed it growing up, like they've seen their father abuse their mom and that's all they saw was yo, like if a woman is not doing what they're supposed to do, the man is supposed to put them in their place and some growing up back in the days you know uh men used to hit their woman to show who was the who was the man of the house and if you didn't obey the man of the house you got your ass beat and yeah that
1: was pe- like a norm back in the back day in
0: the, it was a norm so people who grew up like that had that mindset s- drilled in their head like yo if you're not gonna do what I, I this is what i grew up doing i've seen i'm gonna do it myself because if my father got away with it
1: I could get away with it. I could get it. away
0: with it as well. But we're in a day and age now where people have their mind of their own. And if they feel like they need to, they want to go down that route, that's sounds dumb. But honestly speaking, I, not that my dad was abusive to my mom or anything like that. It was more of the abusive actions he would do if he couldn't, Find something, or he the house was a mess, the dishes weren't done. He will flip the house around, like, he will get upset and break plates and throw the sofa, the TV, break this, go into my room if the room was a mess and flip that around. And that that scarred me for life. And it's just like, yo, like, I didn't even do nothing wrong. Like, why I'm coming home and there's clothes on the floor. My mom is crying, putting clothes away. She's like, can you help me clean up the house? Your father made a mess and he did this and that. And, um, I don't do that now. You know, I, I seen that that's not manly, you know, a man should just take care of his family, lovingly, um, caringly, like he needs to, you know, be that man. And yeah, he has some authority, but not to that point where he needs to belittle his family.
1: I think in my case, being in the relationship I was in, my childhood played a lot into that. I grew up, you know, seeing later on my mom being in an abusive relationship and. I guess when it happened to me, I just basically felt like, you know, my mom is still here. And she, she, you know, and she always told me, you fight back. So it got to the point that I was still in the relationship. I was just fighting back. But I don't recommend that, you know. I'm lucky to still be here. To still be here. There's women that do fight back and end up dead. Or end up for, seriously, really Yeah, hurt. for challenging their abusers, You know? Um, wow. But I think that was the reason my childhood and what I seen. But because of that, I know now that's not what I want in a relationship. Right. I know that I don't want my kids to ever experience that. I don't want my daughter to ever be with a, a person like that. I don't want my son to ever be with a, a person like that either. That's why now I talk to my kids and I tell them, you know, just walk away. It don't matter how mad a person gets you, you should never like physically put your hands. And, and with words too, like we say things sometimes and we don't really take thought to what we say. It could really hurt somebody deep, deep down.
0: Because at the moment you don't even know what they're going through yeah. or what's on their mind. So a little words hurt, you know, and it could switch someone's mind to really negative from what they're thinking about. And that's why domestic violence isn't only physical. It's I feel like it's all three. Like you explained, it's mental, it's physical, and it's verbal abuse because you can verbally abuse someone. doesn't mean you've, you've, you haven't hit them, you didn't put your hands on them, but you're crushing them, you're, you're belittling them, you're making them feel like less they're of less of a person. Are, yeah. And no one should ever have to experience that. Um, I have a question for you. Why... Uh, why did you stay or... or re- Like, why did you stay so long? 10 years. To me, 10 years is very long. But why did you stay so long with your abuser?
1: Um, 10 years. But remember, in these 10 years, when I started with him, I was... 19? I was 19 years old. I was still a kid. You know? I was still learning. Um, I'm 30 now. I know a lot, lot more now. And like I said, it was so normal. Like, I got my ass beat once in the street. And you think anybody, like, try to help me or anything? So after experiencing that, And seeing that people will not help you. I kind of felt like there was no way out, basically. And then that too. Before, the physical abuse is mental abuse and verbal abuse. He already mentally had me drained. That I believed there was no way out. Nobody could help me. And if I did try to leave, you know, we already had a kid together. So I would have to go to court... Because he was going to fight for his son. He was not going to just let me leave and have his son too. I didn't want to have to go through courts. I didn't want to have to put my business out there. It was also being ashamed. You know? Yeah. Um, Everybody, like most of the girls in my family, they all married and a happy relationship. So I was trying to make it work. I was really trying to make it work. I was really trying to help him. Um, I was trying to have my son have his dad in his life. I didn't want my son not to have his dad in his life. I didn't want that. So I basically just held everything in and I just dissolved it, And I just...
0: You contained it for so long. Yeah,
1: basically. And I did, you know, I did things and I... I, I Drowned in myself with work. I would pick up extra shifts and, and stay longer and do doubles. Even though I knew, like, you know, eventually I had to go home. All right. I, um... But in that, my son actually helped me a lot in the whole leaving. Like, my kids are growing with me. So it wasn't like back in the days, like, we would argue kids don't really know what's going on. Now, your kids understand if you're arguing and somebody's calling you a bitch or, excuse my language, or <laughs> cursing at you and stuff. And, you know, I had a lot of times that I was alone with my kids and they started asking questions. So, very smart. They, they, right there, that was basically when it was like, okay, Christina, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not happy. Your kids are starting to to see, like, you know, mommy, you be faking. Like, you act like you're happy. But how can you be happy when he's saying this to you and he's saying that to you and he's doing this to you and you tell us, like, nobody should tell you that. Nobody should talk to you like that. That's something that my daughter used to tell me. Like, oh, you always tell me, you know, don't let nobody talk. and, And you allowing them to talk to you. So it was basically, like, my kids helped me, too.
0: They made you realize what like, you're saying. You got to put it into your own actions and yeah. do it yourself. And do it myself. Um, for me, the, like I said, it didn't take me. It took me a while. It took me a few months to get out of that relationship. Um, but the reason why, I st- like I said, I stood because I feared my life. I feared that if I was to leave, that person was going to find me, hit me with their car. Um, that person drove to different states because they drove and I felt like I think one of these days if I try to leave she's gonna either cut me up and throw me throughout the interstate going to Florida because no one will ever find me and she would try to like uh make it seem like it was me um so my fear was dying that's why I stood for a couple extra months and I lost myself within those months. I think people that stay in uh, abusive relationships sooner or later will lose themselves. That's why they stay because they're so accustomed Sorry. to it that they they're like whatever at this point what 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 can I do? But there is a way out. There are resources for people to to reach out to that are going through domestic violence. Um, and a lot of people are just really scared to openly talk about it. A lot of people are just like, a
1: lot of people do feel trapped.
0: Right. That was, um, so why did you feel trapped? Like,
1: like you said, (laughs) threats. He told me a lot of things that he was going to kill me. He was going to shoot off my house. Um, it was going to hurt my brothers, hurt my mom. But in in all reality, the threats never really bother me because I have a strong family and I know what my family was capable of. But I just felt more trapped because I distanced myself in that relationship. And I felt like a lot of friendships I had, I, I have not reached out to them. So it's like, Wow, to come hit call somebody now like oh I need help, that was like something big for me. I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to swallow that pill.
0: So you said that um, you know why you didn't leave at first sight was one of the reasons because it was you was already um, pregnant, right? Yeah. That that's the reason why you didn't leave and you just my kid. You know.
1: I wanted him to have his dad. I wanted him to experience. Having his dad, having me and his dad live together growing up.
0: A healthy relationship. A healthy,
1: yeah, relationship. You um, know, family. I
0: I I didn't leave because my daughter knew her daughter and her son. Uh her her son and my daughter played in the team that I coached. So it's just so like kind of the same. The kids. Yeah, it was kids it was is kids is a real big kids play a major part in why a lot of people stay with their abusers yes now me and her never physically had kids together but our kids were joint at the hip like her daughter loved my daughter my daughter loved her son like they all we all would do family things and it was just, like really hard to sit there and be like damn if i leave this is not only gonna crush you know my daughter is gonna crush her kids and it's like <laughs> They don't really know what's going on because they're not at that age. My daughter was, what, seven, eight? Her son was around seven. The oldest was 11, 12. So they're just starting to like to realize burn. certain things, but they never going to put it together. And it was just like, I wanted it to work. I thought she could probably change. I was like, maybe, you know what? If we talked about it, communicated more, maybe. But when the threats started getting even heavier, and objects were involved, that's where I'm a little pussy. I'm a punk out. I swear, it's just like I'm. I can't do it. No, I. I stood for as long as I can. Um. But yeah. Do you think abusers can
1: change? Um. Yes and no. um, That question is always really like hard for me because in my case, the abuse, like the physical abuse died down throughout the years, but it was cause of like drugs and stuff. But just because the f- physical abuse stopped, he was still verbally abusive, always cursing me out. And it became like basically I was always the cause of him not feeling good because he didn't get his high or he didn't have his drug. So I became the problem all the time. But um, I really noticed a little change in him when I completely left and I started a new relationship. And I think that was just like an eye opener for him. Like, wow. Like, she's really gone. She's really happy with. But still, to this day, I I wouldn't be able to answer that question. I wouldn't really know because we're not together. So it, it could just be him being nice because, you know, we have a kid and we have to co parent now. So I wouldn't know. I mean, I would love to hear. If there is anybody that was in a domestic violence relationship that they partner changed and they're happily together now.
0: Well like what what changed like what made that person change or Yeah, what, like, like what exactly yeah, caused him I would to like change? To
1: know too. Was it like because um back in the days Maury used to like have these things that he would put these girls in like coffins and maybe that opened the person's and, mind. Right.
0: Back in the day they did have that. He would put them as they were dead and make the person realize Yeah, to see their reaction. This is, this is how this is the last time you're gonna see this person like this. Is this how you want to do? What's the last thing you did to them? Was it like loving? Um, I have a question for the audience if if anyone wants to ever answer this when they have a chance. Uh or they know someone that was abusive but didn't grow up in an abusive household. What caused them to be abusive in their relationship now? You get what I'm trying to say? Like, we like about... Like, their parents
1: is, like, the best
0: parents. What caused them to be an abuser? Like, you grew up in a good house, like, you know...
1: Your mom taught you right from wrong. Your
0: parents never... Unless, you know, they did, but they hid it perfectly, that you didn't know that they were being abused. What caused them to be an abuser? Um... I can answer for me, um, like I said earlier, um, my dad was never physically abusive to my mom, but the throwing the stuff around and being this type of person, um I I what caused me to be or to get upset and physically put my hands on that one individual was because I was depressed and I was suffering from depression for years, but no one knew. But it was one trigger that they had said or did or whatever. I can't really remember or put my finger on what was the situation. But that triggered me to physically put my hands on that person. And again, after I did that, I, I couldn't even see myself in the mirror for a while. Because it's just like, bro, I I didn't grow up in that type of household. I never... Physically witness anyone being abused, in so or was outside in shock. of that relationship of my family, whatever. So it was just
1: like, he was in shock, like he yeah. couldn't believe what you did. I was, it's not manly. I was not a man at that time, at that moment. That's a great question, though. I would love, like, the audience if they do know anybody. I would love to hear that because it, 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 you know. Do you think like mental illnesses? Has a lot to do with that too. A lot of people suffer from things and they don't even know that they have that little voice that
0: that talks to them and tells them to do something. There's people like that.
1: Yeah, and remember, in this day and age, people don't want to talk to therapists. People don't want to look weak. People don't want to look like, oh, you're crying for attention, and you know.
0: Not me. I learned the hard way. I I experienced a therapist. I spoke to therapists about numerous different things, but. Um, right. A lot of people don't even want to, like, why do I need to talk to someone about something? I I could just probably handle it myself. Um, no, talk to someone, you know, get it out of your chest. I feel like the more you talk about it, the less is in your head. Because the more it stays in your head, the more you have to think about it. Um, what, what do you think happens to children in homes that, um... Where their parent is being abused by the other person. Like, what do you think that goes through their mind?
1: What do you think that... Scareness. They're scared. They don't understand. Um, They don't want to blame either parent. Confused. Um, Like, my kids never physically seen any of the abuse I went through. The most I could say they've ever seen was like arguments, us cursing each other out or me flinging something at him or him flinging something at me. Okay. And just with that alone, you know, my daughter, my daughter's a firecracker. You understand? So just with the arguing and stuff, her reaction is to get up and and like, What's about to happen? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you, you know? So, Associates. I guess each, it depends on the kid, honestly. Like, my son is more like back. Like, he'll just be there, like, oh, why are you arguing for? Like, stop arguing. Da, 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 da. Like,
0: just, just talk it out. Talk it, it out. Argue. Yeah. Like,
1: my daughter is more like on hands, like, stay away from each other. Like, why are you next to each other? So, it depends. But, domestic violence on a child is not easy that really messes with their heads remember they're children so they don't understand and they basically learning from what they see in us do
0: what are some signs you think uh, you can look out for to let someone know that they, or see if someone is in a domestic violence relationship you know people do give certain little signs that they kind of need help and but they're scared to f- verbally say it. Like, What do you think some signs are?
1: Or That's you- a perfect question right now. Right now, um, I have a friend that... You know when people say that since you're in the relationship, you don't see what's going on, but the outsider can see it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because I was in an abusive relationship, but I have a friend that she's in a new relationship, and her whole aura... Changed. This is a person that I've known all my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So now when I get around her, it's like she's more shaky, nervous, always looking around. And I know all those signs. These are things that I used to do. Um, she watches what she says now. Like She doesn't want to say the wrong thing. I don't know if like she's in fear okay. of what she's going to say and mm-hmm. how he's going to react. Um, And also, like, people's day-to-day life. This is a person that we was always talking. I was always in her house. Everything changed. You understand? What
0: what advice would you give to someone that's going through something like that?
1: Get out. Get out. um, And don't wait. I mean, I know I waited 10 years. But I feel like I wish that I would have got out sooner. I wish I would have got out sooner. I feel like I I stopped. I put a real, like, hole on my life. I stopped a lot of things I wanted to do. And I was like, I feel like I'm playing catch up. Okay. I feel like I was in the dark for so long in that relationship. And now I'm set free and I'm just trying to live my life, you know? Right. So I, I would just tell the person like, Love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Cause I feel like I was looking for love so much that I tolerated everything that this person was doing to me. Because he showed me that he loved me, but then he will hit me.
0: <laughs> right. It's just it's like it
1: was it, it was it was just so confusing. And it just got to the point that I didn't even want to be loved. And I, it got to the point that I didn't love myself at one point. I just loved my kids, and that was it.
0: I think my advice to someone is just, like, male or female, like, really look at yourself in the mirror and, and think, is this something that you want to continue to live day to day? Is this something that, is this someone you, you see a life with? And for if, the if, long run, and for the long run, and it's not oh yeah, I think i i I'm really in love with them, and I feel like they're gonna change. It's not about feeling like they're gonna change its are they gonna change are their actions are their actions backing up their words of saying, no, I'm not gonna to do this no more, and if it's not, then you you have to you know find a safe house or somewhere where you know that you can go and if that person pops up there that you have people that will back you up and and, and help you get away you know it, it's really hard with this day and age and the technology that we have now that people could track someone down by whatever it is but there are outlets out there there are resources for people that need to get out of abusive relationships and again we're not only talking about physical we're talking about verbal and mental. Um because of your past trauma, uh does it affect your current relationship now that you're in?
1: Yes, it does. Um it does because now I know what I want in a relationship, so I expect a little bit more, but because of the trauma I went through, m- not even me my body has a whole other control i get panic attacks now um if somebody's talking loud i'm not gonna say yelling because there's people that just talk loud i get very like not shaky but i'm on the alert Mm
0: -hmm. you're you're aware
1: i'm aware and i'm on the alert now i'm trying to learn how to like How to? What's the word? How to like stay calm? Now, like when I'm in an argument or something, I used to always like attack. I I I was always trying to defend myself and protect myself from being abused. That I would always attack. Yeah. Now it's like when we're in a verbal, uh, you know, like we're arguing or something. I need to learn like just walk away. Cause there's sometimes that I I catch myself like I mush his head or something, and then I'll be like damn, why the fuck you did that? Like. <laughs> Yeah, like keep the, your yeah, hands yeah, yeah. to yourself. But it's
0: so ten years is implanted in your head of someone.
1: Yeah. So it's I'm learning right now. Mm-hmm. You know I'm learning how to express my emotions and how to talk and learn how to listen to somebody when they talk because I kind of do that too. Like I like block everything out. Like I don't wanna hear it. But it's it is once you experience this trauma, it's hard. You know, it, it's gonna take time. Right. It's something that I'm learning to deal with now. Like, I can't be in a crowd of, like, a uh, uh, a crowd in a crowded room. I can't. I start panicking. My chest feels real tight. I feel like I can't breathe. Um, I don't like when people talk real loud next to me. I feel like I need to be on the lookout. I don't know if you're trying to swing on me or something. And just, like, my whole demeanor. I used to be, a lot of people told me like, oh, you know, nena, you changed. They remember nena that was always in the club, always dancing, always partying, always happy. And I was like, oh, you're more serious. You're more quiet. You're more like, I'm still happy. I'm still the same person, but it's just like, I learned so much, you know? I learned so much in this relationship and I learned so much about myself and about people. Like... It's, it it takes a lot for me to allow somebody into my circle now you know mm-hmm. i learned to value myself and i take i don't want no negativity around me i don't want none of that cuz i do believe all of that rubs off in you you know and it's it it sucks because i have friends that are going through this now and it's like i want to help them but it's like i don't want to get Like you know, sucked in Mm -hmm. to that world again. I'm fighting, and I'm doing so much better to try to get away from all of that, and I'm in a more happy place. That's why this was a lot for me to come do speak on it.
0: And I, again, I appreciate you coming over and talking about. uh, This is a topic that was very touchy from the beginning. Um, We we spoke about this before even agreeing to doing this um mm-hmm. and again i appreciate you for coming i appreciate everyone who gave us their input uh not the input but their experiences with me express uh, express that and shared their life with me and i that that took a lot for a lot of people and for the listeners that are gonna listen to this and have been in domestic violence relationships and found a way out, I commend you for being strong and getting out of that relationship because who knows where you would have been if you would have stood there. Yeah. Um
1: I'm so grateful to that today. Like, you know, I've seen on the news a guy kill this his girlfriend or the guy that had his girlfriend walk outside naked and it's just like, you know, This is something that's going on a lot. And people just don't talk about it. They find it to still be so in the norm. And I'm just speaking on this to let people know that, you know, you don't have to live like that. You don't have to live your life in fear. You don't have to live your life always wondering. Like, there is... I feel there is really true love out there. And before you could experience that, you have to love yourself.
0: You have to find yourself the, yeah. the love within your soul within your soul yeah to in order to experience true love you know they say you need to love yourself before you give love to someone else um and listen i'm i'm i've done a lot of soul searching and um does my trauma from before you know haunt me now of course um there's a lot of things that i um that that one person says that there are trigger words that I try not to bring into a current relationship because you know what, that person has nothing to do with my past. They're in my present trying to plan for a future, but there are things that that person has that they drilled into my head, like belittling me and doing this. So when someone tries to give me words and advice of advice, and it's just like, Hey, like, you know, you need to do this this way i just sit back and i'm like all right you know what they're not coming from a bad place (laughs) like don't try to spaz out don't even try to like hold back like just take what people tell you and just you know relax because that person would tell me i ain't shit i would never be shit i'm never gonna go anywhere in life because it was i wasn't with them but again guys like there is a way out there are resources out there there are outlets Um, I want to thank Christine for coming and being a part of this and sharing her life with me and with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed, uh, stay safe, be happy. God bless. What's up guys. Welcome to our first episode of romantic podcast. It's your boy, Anthony. I got Nana with me. Uh, we will be talking about domestic violence and different things about what domestic violence is so let's get it on and pop in um we're going to talk about do abusers show any warning signs in the beginning of a relationship and how does it go about like um i've been a victim of domestic violence in the sense of mental and verbal um domestic violence and you have been all three. All three.
1: So, Mental, verbal, and physical.
0: So we're going to dive right in. Let's go. Um, for you, um, was there any warning signs? Was there any signs in the beginning of your relationship that showed that he was this type of person? Or like what, how did um, it go about?
1: In the beginning, there was and there wasn't. Because... A warning sign is, like, a guy being jealous. You know, sometimes girls, when a guy is jealous or if, you know, he's on you a lot, it's like, oh, he really likes me. He's on me. He's being jealous with me. But that's a sign. It's not normal to be, like, overly jealous. You know, if you're just walking by and a guy's staring at you and the person is flipping out at you, then that's a sign. Jealousy, um... The way they talk to you. At the beginning of a relationship, every guy is sweet. You know? <laughs> you have to watch how they speak to you. The tones they use with you. And it's really hard to know what signs to look at. That was basically my problem. It was hard for me to like really see a sign. The only really sign that I seen was the jealousy. He was a really, really jealous person.
0: There was like no red flag. It was just the jealousy was the main red flag that you was saw. was the
1: main red flag, yes. Um, because at the beginning, towards me, he was perfect. He was everything I wanted.
0: I I think my I I I was too, again, like I was too involved to even try to see any red signs, cause I uh, red flags, cause I didn't think that there would be any. But it's all started when. I didn't have a job, and they would sit there and be like, you won't be anything without me. You won't have anything without me. You ain't shit. You're a piece of shit. You you little. You, you you know, what do you do? You just coach baseball, and that's it. That, that's all you got going for your life. I'm here, and I'm going to take you here, this, there, and there.
1: Basically belittling. Yeah. Of.
0: So when that started to escalate, and it turned into arguments, it turned into threats, um... It took me a while to to get out of that. Um, we, The way I got out of it was when I had to record her threatening to kill me and trying to get away with it, in a sense where she said that if she stabbed me to death, uh, she would tell the cops that I attacked her and I hit her first, and she was defending herself and that her family will take her side and from there it was just like i feared my life because i was like damn if i leave her i'm she's gonna kill me you know i have a daughter you know i have um a life and i, I don't want to end it because i don't want it to be ended because it's of something so stupid uh, it took me about a good few months to just find a way to get out of it and it was hard for a guy, it's hard. And imagine for a female. And you, it took you how many, how long to, to get out of that?
1: Ten years. I was with this person for ten years. Um, my situation was, you know, a lot different because we had a kid together. So one of the main reasons I dealt with what I dealt with was he was, you know, for my kid. Because even though he was abusive towards me, he wasn't abusive towards my kid. He loved his son with all his heart. And I used to see the way they interacted and the way he interacted and how much he loved my son will make me fall more for him. But I just didn't understand why it would, it would just switch. Like he'll be fine and he'll be playing with you know, with our kids and everything will be fine, and then we'll go in the room, and it's like he was a whole whole other person.
0: Yeah, two personalities. Yeah,
1: basically, like two split personalities. And I basically learned how to play the part, you know? In front of people, you always show a smile. There's nothing really wrong with you. Happy. I'm a very happy person. I'm a very talkative person. I'm a very outgoing person. You know, so I try my best to, like, keep my spirit up and keep, right? you right. know, especially in front of my kids. You got to you know? show them
0: that you're strong and, yeah. and all of that,
1: yeah? Yes, but it, it, it took a lot. It took a lot, and it took me always, like, argument or always putting things, oh, like, it's not that serious. It's all right. Oh, it's okay. Oh, if he will get mad, it's okay. I'll fix it. Okay, you know I, I I commend
0: you for you know getting out of it. Yes, it took a while, but you you got out of it with your head high. Um, what was it like? Uh, your first time being abused. What was? What do you think caused it? What was it like? What
1: went through your mind? Um. It basically, in that, that whole thing was a little hard because growing up, I seen my mom always fighting, you know, physical fighting with her boyfriends. So it was kind of like, it was surprising to me, but I didn't try to get out of it because it was like normal. But the first time, it was like, I would say two Two months, two, three months in the relationship and I was pregnant. I felt like once I got pregnant everything changed. I felt like he felt like I got her. Now you have it my baby you belong to me. Everything became this is my family. Everything was his. Like I wasn't a, a, a person anymore basically. I was basically his property now. Right, I was carrying his seed.
0: He was your owner. He felt.
1: Yeah, he uh, felt entitled, entitled <laughs> to me because I was having his first kid. And in all reality, that's when everything changed when I came out pregnant.
0: Bad. For me, um, so I talked about the, the, the verbal and the mental abuse that my ex put me through, but my first time being uh, physically abused. And yes, men are victims of domestic violence, Um, was with my daughter's mother. My daughter's mom put her hands on me for the first time over, I believe it was an argument. It's been over 10 years that this happened. Um, And she, I had tried to walk away from an argument and she wrapped my hoodie around my face, just grabbed it and started holding punches towards my face, scratching my face, like making sure that she got her hits in and all I did was just push her away. And that kind of traumatized me in the sense of like, I am not gonna be in a relationship with someone like this. Um, they, you know, later apologized for it. And we, we tried to, I try to walk on eggshells around her and make sure that if we did have an argument, I was nowhere near around her to, for her to physically put her hands on me. Um, a little bit more about, you know, domestic violence. Uh, I, I'm not sitting here saying I was an angel. Um, uh, I was never an angel. Um, I have put my hands on a female before and it was more of a slap. I did slap one of my exes one time. Um, again, it was little things that trigger people because they're, they're so insecure about little things or they just angry and they don't have no one to um. they don't have anything to take it out so they take it out on the first thing that they see so I put my hands on her and after that I apologize and I vowed to
1: never do never
0: that. do it again I feel like men or females that hit their partner are such, excuse my language, such pussies, Um, because why are you hitting someone that's defenseless, and when I did that, I I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, look at myself for a while, and, like, I I did something that I always stood against, like, I never want to see someone get physically abused, I don't never want to physically abuse anyone, um so that was a real big eye opener and luckily like me and this person were still friends. Um we talked to each other, she forgave me for that incident, but it was really like it was a pussy move.
1: On your behalf. On
0: my behalf. I'm telling you, it was just really petty. The situation was really petty.
1: Okay. With everything that we're talking about, do you think that people that witness domestic violence growing up, like either get in a relationship domestic violence or they end up being the, the abuser because of what they witness as a child? Um,
0: it's like a yes and no because there are a lot of people that've gone like witnessed it growing up, like they seen their father abuse their mom and. That's all they saw was, yo, like if a woman is not doing what they're supposed to do, the men is supposed to put them in their place. And some growing up back in the days, you know, uh, men used to hit their women to show who was the who was the man of the house. And if you didn't obey the man of the house, you got your ass beat. And yeah,
1: that was pe- like a norm back in the back day. In
0: the, it was a norm. So people who grew up like that had that mindset drilled in their head like, yo, if you're not going to do what I, I, this is what I grew up doing, I've seen, I'm going to do it myself. Because if my father got away with it,
1: I could get away, I could with, get it. away
0: with it as well. But we're in a day and age now where people have their mind of their own. And if they feel like they need to, they want to go down that route, that's something dumb. But honestly speaking, I, not that my, dad was abusive to my mom or anything like that it was more of the abusive actions he would do if he couldn't find something or he the house was a mess the dishes weren't done he would flip the house around like he would get upset and break plates and throw the sofa the tv break this go into my room if the room was a mess and flip that around and That that scarred me for life, and it's just like, yo, like I didn't even do nothing wrong. Like, why I'm coming home and there's clothes on the floor. My mom is crying, putting clothes away. She's like, "Can you help me clean up the house? Your father made a mess, and he did this and that." And um, I don't do that now. You know, I I've seen that that's not manly. You know, a man should just take care of his family lovingly. Um, caringly, like, he needs to, you know, be that man. And yeah, he has some authority but not to that point where he needs to belittle his family.
1: I think in my case, I, being in the relationship I was in, my childhood played a lot into that. I grew up, you know, seeing later on my mom being in an abusive relationship and I guess when it happened to me, I just basically felt like, you know, my mom is still here. And she, she, you know, and she always told me, you fight back. So it got to the point that I was still in the relationship. I was just fighting back. But I don't recommend that, you know. I'm lucky to still be here. To still be here. There's women that do fight back and end up dead end up for, seriously, really hurt. Yeah, for challenging their abuser, you know? Um wow. But I think that was the reason my childhood and what I seen. But because of that, I know now that's not what I want in a relationship. Right. I know that I don't want my kids to ever experience that. I don't want my daughter to ever be with a, a person like that. I don't want my son to ever be with a, a person like that either. That's why now I talk to my kids and I tell them, you know, just walk away. It don't matter how mad a person gets you, you should never like physically put your hands. And and with words too, like we say things sometimes and we don't really take thought to what we say. It could really hurt somebody deep, deep down.
0: Because at the moment you don't even know what they're going through or what's on their mind. So a little, words hurt, you know, and it could switch someone's mind. To really negative from what they're thinking about, and that's why domestic violence isn't only physical it's I feel like it's all three, like you explained it's mental, it's physical, and it's verbal abuse because you can verbally abuse someone doesn't mean you've, you 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 haven't hit them, you didn't put your hands on them, but you're crushing them you're you're belittling them, you're making them feel like they are less, they're of, less of a person, are, yeah. and no one should ever. Have to experience that. Um, I have a question for you. Why? Uh, why did you stay or or re- like? Why did you stay so long? Ten years to me, ten years is very long. But why did you stay so long with your abuser?
1: Um. Ten years, but remember, in these ten years, when I started with him, I was. 19 I was 19 years old I was still a kid you know I was still learning um I'm 30 now I know a lot lot more now and like I said it was so normal like I got my ass beat once in the street and you think anybody like try to help me or anything so after experiencing that and seeing that people will not help you. I kind of felt like there was no way out, basically. And then that too. Before, the physical abuse is mental abuse and verbal abuse. He already mentally had me drained. That I believed there was no way out, nobody could help me. And if I did try to leave, you know, we already had a kid together. So I would have to go to court, because he was going to fight for his son. He was not going to just let me leave and have his son too. I didn't want to have to go through courts. I didn't want to have to put my business out there. It was also being ashamed. You know? Yeah. Um, Everybody, like most of the girls in my family, they all married and a happy relationship. So I was trying to make it work. I was really trying to make it work. I was really trying to help him. Um, I was trying to have my son have his dad in his life. I didn't want my son not to have his dad in his life. I didn't want that. So I basically just held everything in and I just saw it. And I just...
0: You contained it for so long. Yeah,
1: basically. And I did, you know, I did things and I... I, I Drowned in myself with work. I would pick up extra shifts and, and stay longer and do doubles. Even though I knew, like, you know, eventually I had to go home. All right. I, um... But in that, my son actually helped me a lot in the whole leaving. Like, my kids are growing with me. So it wasn't like back in the days, like, we would argue, kids don't really know what's going on now your kids understand if you arguing and somebody's calling you a bitch or excuse my language or <laughs> cursing at you and stuff and you know i had a lot of times that i was alone with my kids and they started asking questions so very smart they, they, right there that was basically when it was like okay christina like what are you doing like you're not happy Your kids are starting to to see like, you know, mommy, you be faking, like you act like you happy, but how can you be happy when he's saying this to you and he's saying that to you and he's doing this to you and you tell us like, nobody should tell you that. Nobody should talk to you like that. That's something that my daughter used to tell me like, oh, you always tell me, you know, don't let nobody talk and, and you allowing them to talk to you. So it was basically like my kids helped me too
0: they made you realize what like, you're saying you got to put it into your own actions and yeah. do it yourself and do it myself um for me the like I said it didn't take me it took me a while it took me a few months to get out of that relationship um but the reason why I st- like I said I stood because I feared my life I feared that if I was to leave that person was going to find me hit me with their car um that person drove two different states because they drove and i felt like i think one of these days if i try to leave she's gonna either cut me up and throw me throughout the interstate going to florida because no one will ever find me and she would try to like uh make it seem like it was me um so my fear was dying that's why i stood for a couple extra months and I lost myself within those months. I think people that stay in uh, abusive relationships sooner or later will lose themselves. That's why they stay, because they're so accustomed so, to it that they they're like whatever. At this point, what 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 can I do? But there is a way out. There are resources for people to to reach out to that are going through domestic violence um and a lot of people are just really scared to openly talk about it. A lot of people are just like I, I, I,
1: a lot I, of people I, do feel trapped.
0: Right? That was um so why did you feel trapped? Like
1: like you said threats. He <laughs> told me a lot of things that he was going to kill me. He was going to shoot up my house. Um, it was going to hurt my brothers hurt my mom but in in all reality the threats never really bother me because I have a strong family and I know what my family was capable of but I just felt more trapped because I distanced myself in that relationship and I felt like a lot of friendships I had I I, haven't reached out to them so it's like Wow, to come hit call somebody now, like, oh, I need help, that was like something big for me. I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to swallow that pill.
0: So you said that um, you know, why you didn't leave at first sight was one of the reasons because it was you was already um pregnant, right? Yeah. That that's the reason why you didn't leave and you just My kid. You know.
1: I wanted him to have his dad, I wanted him to experience Having his dad, having me and his dad live together growing up.
0: A healthy relationship. A healthy,
1: yeah, relationship. You um, know, family.
0: I I, I didn't leave because my daughter knew her daughter and her son. Uh, Her her son and my daughter played in the team that I coached. So it's just so like... So it's
1: kind of the same, the kids. You, it was, kids, it was is the kids is a real big
0: kids play a major part in why a lot of people stay with their abusers. Yes. Now, me and her never physically had kids together, but our kids were joint at the hip. Like, her daughter loved my daughter. My daughter loved her son. Like, they all, we all would do family things. And it was, just, like, really hard to sit there and be like, damn, if I leave, this is not only going to crush, you know, my daughter is going to crush her kids. And it's like... Mm-hmm. They don't really know what's going on Because they're not at that age My daughter was what 7, 8 Her son was around 7 The oldest was 11, 12 So they're just starting to like so, Realize uh, certain things But they never going to put it together And it was just like I wanted it to work I thought she could probably change I was like maybe you know what If we talked about it Communicated more Maybe but when the threats started getting even heavier, and objects were involved, that's where I'm a little pussy. I'm a punk out. I swear, it's just like I'm, I can't do it. No, I I stood for as long as I can. Um, but yeah. I, I, do you think abusers can
1: change? Um. yes and no um that question is always really like hard for me because in my case the abuse like the physical abuse died down throughout the years but it was cause of like drugs and stuff but just because the f- physical abuse stopped he was still verbally abusive always cursing me out and it became like basically, I was always the cause of him not feeling good because he didn't get his high or he didn't have his drug, so I became the problem all the time. but um, I really noticed a little changed in him when I completely left and I started a new relationship, and I think that was just like an eye opener for him like. Wow, like she's really gone, she's really happy with, but still to this day, I I wouldn't be able to answer that question, I wouldn't really know because we're not together, so it, it could just be him being nice because you know we have a kid and we have to co parent now, so I wouldn't know. I mean, I would love to hear. If there is anybody that was in a domestic violence relationship that they partner changed and they're happily together now.
0: Well like what what changed like what made that person change or Yeah, like like, what exactly caused him to change?
1: Was it like because um back in the days Maury used to like have these things that he would put these girls in like coffins and maybe that opened the person's mind. Right.
0: Back in the day they did have that. He would put them as they were dead and make the person realize yeah, to see their reaction. This, this is how, this is the last time you're going to see this person like this. Is this how you want to do? What's the last thing you did to them? Was it like loving? Um, I have a question for the audience. If, if anyone wants to ever answer this when they have a chance uh, or they know someone that was abusive but didn't grow up in an abusive household what caused them to be abusive in their relationship now? You get what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, it, like, like we, their we parents
1: about, is like the best
0: yeah, parents. What caused them to be an abuser? Like you grew up in a good house. Like, you know.
1: Your mom taught you right from wrong. Your
0: parents never, unless, you know, they did, but they hid it perfectly that you didn't know that they were being abused. What caused them to be an abuser? Um I can answer for me, um, like I said earlier, um my dad was never physically abusive to my mom, but the throwing the stuff around and being this type of person, um I, I what caused me to be or to get upset and physically put my hands on that one individual was because I was depressed and I was suffering from depression for years, but no one knew. But it was one trigger that they had said or did or whatever. I can't really remember or put my finger on what was the situation. But that triggered me to physically put my hands on that person. And again, after I did that, I, I couldn't even see myself in the mirror for a while because it's just like, bro, I I didn't grow up in that type of household. I never physically witness anyone being abused in so or was outside in shock. of that relationship of my family, whatever. So it was just like... He
1: was in shock. Like yeah. you couldn't believe what you did. I was, it's not manly. I was not a man at that time, at that moment. That's a great question though. I would love like the audience if they do know anybody. I would love to hear that because it, it, it you know, do you think like mental illnesses... Has a lot to do with that too. A lot of people suffer from things and they don't even know that they have that little voice from that,
0: that talks to them and tells them to do something. There's people like that.
1: There yeah, class. and remember, in this day and age, people don't want to talk to therapists. People don't want to look weak. People don't want to look like, oh, you're crying for attention, and you know.
0: Not me. I learned the hard way. I I experienced a therapist. I spoke to therapists about numerous different things, but. Um, right. A lot of people don't even want to, like, why do I need to talk to someone about something? I I could just probably handle it myself. Um, no, talk to someone, you know, get it out of your chest. I feel like the more you talk about it, the less is in your head. Because the more it stays in your head, the more you have to think about it. Um, what, what do you think happens to children in homes that, um, where their parent is being abused by the other person. Like, what do you think that goes through their mind?
1: What do you think that... Scareness. They're scared. They don't understand. Um, they don't want to blame either parent. Confused. Um, like, my kids never physically seen... Any of the abuse I went through. The most I could say they've ever seen. Was like arguments. Us cursing each other out. Or me flinging something at him. Or him flinging something at me. Okay. And just with that alone. You know. My daughter. My daughter's a firecracker. You understand. So just with the arguing and stuff. Her reaction is. To get up and, and like. What's about to happen, like what's going on? <laughs> you, you know, so, so she, I guess each it depends on the kid, honestly, like my son is more like back, like he'll just be there like, oh, why are you arguing for like stop arguing Da-da-da-da. like
0: just just talk it out, talk it, it out, argue. yeah, like
1: my daughter is more like on hands, like stay away from each other, like why you next to each other, so it depends, but. Domestic violence on a child is not easy. That really messes with their heads. Remember, they're children, so they don't understand, and they basically learning from what they see in us do.
0: What are some signs you think uh, you can look out for to let someone know that, or see if someone is in a domestic violence relationship? You know, people do give certain little signs that they kind of need help and but they're scared to f- verbally say it. Like, What do you think some signs are? Or
1: That's you- a perfect question right now. Right now, um, I have a friend that... You know when people say that since you're in the relationship, you don't see what's going on, but the outsider can see it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because I was in an abusive relationship, but I have a friend that she's in a new relationship, and her whole aura... Changed. This is a person that I've known all my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So now when I get around her, it's like she's more shaky, nervous, always looking around. And I know all those signs. These are things that I used to do. Um, she watches what she says now. Like She doesn't want to say the wrong thing. I don't know if like she's in fear okay. of what she's going to say and mm-hmm. how he's going to react. Um and also like people's day to day life. This is a person that we was always talking, I was always in her house, everything changed. You understand? What,
0: what advice would you give to someone that's going through something like that?
1: Get out. Get out. Um and don't wait. I mean, I know I waited ten years. But I feel like I wish that I would have got out sooner. I wish I would have got out sooner. I feel like I, I stopped. I put a real, like, hole on my life. I stopped a lot of things I wanted to do. And I was like, I feel like I'm playing catch up. Okay. I feel like I was in the dark for so long in that relationship. And now I'm set free and I'm just trying to live my life, you know? Right. So I, I would just tell the person like, love yourself, learn to love yourself. Cause I feel like I was looking for love so much that I tolerated everything that this person was doing to me because he showed me that he loved me, but then he would hit me.
0: Right. It's just it's like, it
1: was- it, it was, it was just so confusing and it just got to the point that I didn't even want to be loved. And I, it got to the point that I didn't love myself at one point. I just loved my kids, and that was it.
0: I think my advice to someone is just, like, male or female, like, really look at yourself in the mirror and and think, is this something that you want to continue to live day to day? Is this something that, is this someone you you see a life with? and if, for the if,
1: long
0: run and for the long run and it's not oh yeah i think i i i'm really in love with them and i feel like they're going to change it's not about feeling like they're going to change it's are they going to change are their actions are their actions backing up their words of saying no i'm not going to do this no more and if it's not then you you have to you know find a safe house or somewhere where you know that you can go and if that person pops up there, that you have people that will back you up and, and, and help you get away, you know? It, it's really hard with this day and age and the technology that we have now that people could track someone down by whatever it is. But there are outlets out there. There are resources for people that need to get out of abusive relationships. And again, we're not only talking about Physical, we're talking about verbal and mental. Um, Because of your past trauma, uh, does it affect your current relationship now that you're
1: in? Yes, it does. Um, It does because now I know what I want in a relationship, so I expect a little bit more. But because of the trauma I went through... not even me. My body has a whole other control. I get panic attacks now. Um If somebody's talking loud, I'm not going to say yelling because there's people that just talk loud. I get very, like, not shaky, but I'm on the alert.
0: Mm-hmm. You're, you're aware.
1: I'm aware you're, you're and I'm on attentive. the alert. Now I'm trying to learn how to, like, how to? What's the word? How to like stay calm? Now, like when I'm in an argument or something, I used to always like attack. I I, I was always trying to defend myself and protect myself from being abused. That I would always attack. Yeah. Now it's like when we're in a verbal, uh, you know, like we're arguing or something. I need to learn like just walk away. Cause there's sometimes that I I catch myself like I mush his head or something, and then I'll be like damn, why the fuck you did that? Like. <laughs> Yeah, like keep the, your yeah, hands yeah, yeah. to yourself. But it's
0: so ten years is implanted in your head of someone.
1: Yeah. So it's I'm learning right now, mm-hmm. you know? I'm learning how to express my emotions and how to talk and learn how to listen to somebody when they talk because I kinda do that too. Like I like block everything out, like I don't wanna hear it. But it's it is. Once you experience this trauma, it's hard, you know. It it's gonna take time. Right. It's something that I'm learning to deal with now. Like, I can't be in a crowd of, like, a uh, uh, a crowd in a crowded room. I can't. I start panicking. My chest feels real tight. I feel like I can't breathe. Um, I don't like when people talk real loud next to me. I feel like I need to be on the lookout. I don't know if you're trying to swing on me or something. And just, like, my whole demeanor. I used to be... A lot of people told me, like, oh, you know, nena, you changed. They remember nena that was always in the club, always dancing, always partying, always happy. And I was like, oh, you're more serious, you're more quiet, you're more, like... I'm still happy. I'm still the same person, but it's just, like... I learned so much. You know? I learned so much in this relationship, and I learned so much about myself and about people. Like... It's it, it takes a lot for me to allow somebody into my circle now. You know? Mm-hmm. I learned to value myself and I take, I don't want no negativity around me. I don't want none of that because I do believe all of that rubs off in you. You know? And it's it, it sucks because I have friends that are going through this now and it's like I want to help them, but it's like I don't want to get sick like, you know, sucked in Mm -hmm. to that world again. I'm fighting and I'm doing so much better to try to get away from all of that. And I'm in a more happy place. That's why this was a lot for me to come do, speak on it.
0: And I, again, I appreciate you coming over and talking about, uh, this is a topic that was very touchy from the beginning. Um, we, We spoke about this before even agreeing to doing this um and again i appreciate you for coming i appreciate everyone who gave us their input uh not their input but their experiences with me express express that and shared their life with me and i that that took a lot for a lot of people and for the listeners that are gonna listen to this and have been in domestic violence relationships and found a way out i commend you for being strong and getting out of that relationship because who knows where you would have been if you would have stood there yeah um
1: i'm so grateful to that today like you know i've seen on the news a guy killed his girlfriend or the guy that had his girlfriend walk outside naked And it's just like, you know, this is something that's going on a lot. And people just don't talk about it. They find it to still be so in the norm. And I'm just speaking on this to let people know that, you know, you don't have to live like that. You don't have to live your life in fear. You don't have to live your life always wondering. Like, there is, I feel, there is really true love out there. And before you could experience that, you have to love yourself.
0: You have to find yourself the, yeah. the love within your soul within your soul yeah to in order to experience true love, you know they say you need to love yourself before you give love to someone else um and listen i'm'm I'm, I've done a lot of soul searching and um does my trauma from before you know haunt me now of course um there's a lot of things that i um that that one person says that there are trigger words that I try not to bring into a current relationship because you know what, that person has nothing to do with my past. They're in my present trying to plan for a future, but there are things that that person has that they drilled into my head, like belittling me and doing this. So when someone tries to give me words and advice of advice, and it's just like, Hey, like, you know, you need to do this this way i just sit back and i'm like all right you know what they're not coming from a bad place (laughs) like don't try to spaz out don't even try to like hold back like just take what people tell you and just you know relax because that person would tell me i ain't shit i would never be shit i'm never gonna go anywhere in life because it was i wasn't with them but again guys like there is a way out there are resources out there there are outlets Um, I want to thank Christine for coming and being a part of this and sharing her life with me and with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Stay safe. Be happy. God bless.